Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Wow, here it is, Monday, March 6th, the year of our Lord, 2023. Yes, it is. An exciting month of March and a new day that we can be looking at, Psalm 80. Mm-hmm. And in this psalm, we're going to be picking up our shepherd theme. I, I know you've been t- kind of talking about the cycles of Asaph yes. uh, on the program lately. My term for it. Yeah. But it seems like Asaph is all about a shepherd. I mean, you could almost call it the shepherd cycle also. In, the, in these last four, you know, starting in, in Psalm 77, he has made sure. Now, in Psalm 74, there was the mention of the shepherd, and then they went through that cycle that seemed to to wrap up in 76, where there's judgment on the enemies and deliverance of of a Judah and God comes through as has a, as had been said he would. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we start over again in 77, but this time pulling out that shepherd theme. And and we've seen that in in each of these. So in Psalm 77, God was shepherding through Moses and Aaron. Right. In Psalm 78, he's shepherding through David. And then Psalm 79 gets us down to D- David's city has been destroyed, the temple has been destroyed, but we're relying on you, God. Psalm 79, verse 13, we your people the sheep of your pasture will give you thanks forever. And that brings it back around recognizing God is the shepherd of yes. his people. Which is precisely where we begin in Psalm 80. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a really cool thing. So as we as we read Psalm 80 for the first time this week from the ESV, let's, uh, let's pick up on that at the beginning and carry that concept with us through the psalm. Psalm 80, to the choir master, according to the lilies, a testimony of Asaph, a psalm. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us an object of contention for our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. It took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why then have you broken down its walls so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? The boar from the forest ravages it and all that move in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. Have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted, and for the son whom you made strong for yourself. They have burned it with fire. They have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your face. But let your hand be on the man of your right hand, the son of man whom you have made strong for yourself. Then we shall not turn back from you. Give us life and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. One of the things that I've enjoyed uh, reading this psalm, I like the psalms that have a refrain. I like the ones that come back and have these kind of breaks in it. And uh, certainly this one is a call for 
restoration, asking God to come restore them. Mm -hmm. And so you have it in verse 3, Restore us, O God, cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Uh, You had it in verse 7, Restore us. And the New King James are all actually a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't quite concentrating hard enough to catch if the differences were in the ESV. But then it's Restore us, O God of hosts, Mm -hmm. in verse 7, Cause your face to shine, we will be saved. And then verse 19, Restore us, O Lord God of hosts, Mm -hmm. Cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Yeah, yeah, so we've got the refrains, and each one intensifies. Yeah, that's right, which is tremendous. They they make off, uh, they create for us some natural breaks, I guess, in the psalm, some content one. And so this first section... Uh, is co- before we get to the refrain, is calling upon God as shepherd, shepherd of, Israel. of Israel. Yes, yeah, so we have this very first picture, shepherd of Israel, we need you to step up. You're enthroned upon the cherubim. There's some interesting things in here. First of all, it's it's not shepherd of Judah, it's shepherd of Israel. I noticed that because even the tribes that are highlighted, Ephraim, Manasseh, I know Benjamin ends up in the south and kind yes. of gets... Uh, What's the word? Subsumed. For Subsumed by thank Judah. You, by yeah. Judah. Or consumed. <laughs> Swallowed up. But I mean that these the Ephraim particularly is almost synonymous with that northern kingdom. Yes. Yeah. We we've already had a Psalm. You remember Psalm seventy eight ended that historical that historical review ended in Psalm seventy eight by highlighting how God chose Judah over Joseph, mm-hmm. David over Ephraim. Yeah. And the the whole point there is is a reminder, subtly within that reminder, it's not just Judah over Joseph, but remember, God actually did have a king before right. David. He did. And um, that guy's name was Saul. Saul. Do you remember what tribe he came from? Yeah, he came from the tribe of Benjamin. He came from the tribe of Benjamin. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what what we have here is, let's see here, Benjamin... How is Benjamin connected to Joseph? Do you recall? Well, that's his younger brother. Mm-hmm. Not not just his younger brother with the From same mother. Yeah, father, yeah. but the same mother. mother. Yeah, Rachel. So Benjamin and Joseph are connected by being Rachel's sons. Mm-hmm. And there's a real demonstration in Psalm 78 and in Psalm 80 of a shift from emphasis on Rachel's sons to emphasis on Leah's descendants oh. through Judah. And I think that's why Benjamin gets mentioned along with Ephraim and Manasseh, because that's Joseph and Benjamin together. And there has been a shift from Judah, or excuse me, from Joseph, who had received the blessing at first. He got the double blessing right? rather than Reuben and Simeon and Levi getting it. Joseph got the, the double blessing. Mm-hmm. Judah, however, is the one that ends up having this this uh, the blessing and birthright of the king who's right. going to come from the him. Authority. 78 showed us why. And now we're getting a little bit of another reminder about that. Hmm. But the emphasis here is shepherd of Israel and then focusing on Joseph with Manasseh and Ephraim. In other words, we seem to be talking about northern kingdom. Yes. There's something here about the northern kingdom. However, this is written by Asaph, mm-hmm. who is going to be a Levite working at the temple in the southern in the southern right yeah and so it's talking about these things that have happened in israel but he's praying for god to save us and so you've got pictures of at least a little bit of solidarity but maybe also okay we're a little bit scared because you've judged them what's going to happen to us next yeah okay okay (laughs) i think there's some of that going on here well you know i okay so i'm reading verse two before ephraim benjamin and manasseh stir up your strength and come and save us. Now, are you reading that, that this is a call on behalf of those northern tribes for God to save them? Or or is it a contrast? Because of what's happened to the northern tribes, 
save us in Judah. So I think I think it's that one. You think it's that one? I, now, I, obviously, I can't be dogmatic about it. Folks look at this and have a little bit of a different perspective. But what I see in this psalm is this kind of overlapping of northern and southern. You've got a guy in the south praying for deliverance, mm-hmm. but it's with this idea of the north in mind. Oh, by the way, did I mention in the Septuagint, this one also has in the title, A Song for the Assyrian? No, <laughs> you didn't mention that. This Talk is, about burying the lead. Yeah, this is another one of those that that has that. Back in Psalm 76, we had the, I yeah. think the, that concept, and we've got it again here, a song for the Assyrian. So Okay, well, listen, no, I really appreciate that, that coloring, because I will say this. Uh, when I see this call for res- restoration, verse 3, restore us, O God, I think that there, there was a time when restoration really would have been for that northern kingdom to come back and be right with God. I think Mm -hmm. about the ministry of the Elijahs and the Elishas and so forth. Even when Assyria does conquer them, there seem to be some of those people that are able to escape from that midst, and they come to Judah for safety. I think what's happening is we've got a psalm written in this sliver of time Mm -hmm. where Assyria has conquered Israel. Ephraim and Manasseh have been judged. They've been taken away. And Assyria is marching toward Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And what is often overlooked is that in 2 Kings chapter 18 and verse 13, it actually says that as Assyria is walking through Judah, mm-hmm. it is taking fortified cities. Yes, I, I remember that. Yes, they're, yes, yes. They're actually, Assyria is actually conquering on Judah the march. Yeah. on their way to Jerusalem. Yeah. And I think that provides the absolute perfect setting for this psalm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a psalm where you've got people who actually, under Hezekiah, are being restored. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm now, I guess, letting the cat out of the bag for all the conversations I wanted to have this week. Um, but he, Hezekiah is restoring. He's renewing. He's, he's repaired the temple. He's restoring yeah. feasts. Yeah. He's actually reached out to the northern tribes to get them to come down and be a part yep, yep, so that yep, folks yep, who, yep. Are, who are escaping Assyrian judgment might find mercy mm-hmm. from God. Yeah. And he says, it, by the way, in, in, uh, there in Second Chronicles 30, he says, if you return, if you return, um, it's the same it's the same word as restore. Restore. Here. If yeah. you turn, if you turn, if you turn, he'll turn to you. If you turn to him, he'll turn to you. Yeah. And uh, so I think we've got the perfect sliver of time there. And I also think, and I, I want to talk about this later in the week. But he he talks about your prayers, you know, being angry with the prayers. Mm-hmm. Well, if yeah. if Judah has been restoring proper worship, you can understand why somebody in that scenario would be like. Why are you letting them defeat these cities? Yeah. Why are you still angry with our prayers? We yeah. are doing, we're doing so, the right things. Yeah. So I, I do want to talk about that. Before, before we get to that, though, can we let's get back to the shepherd? Yeah, we've got you, a little. You, you've, yeah, you've led me into all this stuff. I'm thinking well, about, but I do want to make sure really talk about the shepherd song, thing. Yeah. I want to talk about the shepherd thing because I do think when he brings up the shepherd of Israel and he ties it together with Joseph, we are to remember back in Genesis when Jacob blessed Joseph. That's what it says in Genesis 48, 15. And he blessed Joseph and yeah. said, the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys. And in them let my name be carried on, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Hmm. So here's Jacob saying, the God who has been my shepherd. Remember, Mm -hmm. Israel 
was right. the name Jacob was turned into. He went yeah. from Jacob to Israel, and then Israel became the name of the nation. Yeah. And so when he says the shepherd of Israel, that's the only place, that Psalm, Psalm 80 is the only place where that term is used, shepherd of Israel. But we go back here to Genesis 48, and we find where Israel declares him his shepherd. Hmm. Okay? But then we look at the blessing on Joseph in Genesis 49. Joseph is a fruitful bough a fruitful bough by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot at him, and harassed him severely. Yet his bow remained unmoved. His arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that crouches beneath, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father are mighty beyond the blessings of my parents up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph and on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers. So both of these blessings mention shepherd. What were you just where that second reading, where did it come from? That's Genesis 49. Okay. Okay. That's, that's when J- Jacob Israel is blessing all 12 of the sons. Yes. That's when he blesses Joseph okay. with that. Okay. I'm with you. Okay, so the blessings are found in Genesis 48 and 49. And 49, okay. Both of them make this connection while talking to Joseph about being a shepherd. Mm-hmm. By the way, the fruitful bow. Yes. I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce that word, B-O-U-G-H, but I wanted to distinguish that from bow. The bow. And the, and with, the next with verse, the which was the arrow bow. Yeah. <clears throat> so, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a branch. It it's is a branch. When the bow breaks, the cradle yes. will fall. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, our psalm is actually going to get to talking about somebody being a fruitful vine. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I, it's just all over this so psalm. So we, we've got some major connections here, and I think here's the reason why we start this psalm this way, is because we remember what the shepherd of Israel did. He delivered Israel, Jacob, the man, from evil. His own evil and the evil that was perpetrated against him. He shepherded Joseph through all kinds of stuff. I mean, we've we've recognized this in earlier Psalms. We're bringing up Jacob and Joseph. It is a call to mind. If we've got Israel and Judah at a time where they are being attacked, where the Mm -hmm. archers are Mm -hmm. shooting at them, and they're wondering what's God going to do, there's the reminder. Look, Jacob and Joseph both went through times where it was really dark, but God God was there. Yes. God was with them all yes, the way, yes, yes. and He shepherded them through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's—I think that's the thing we're supposed to recognize. And what I learned for me today, I will go through dark times, but God hasn't left me. He's there. He's guiding me through the deep dark valley, and He will bring me on to His palace in the end. Well, we've learned about some wonderful connections and echoes here between the blessings upon the sons, particularly Jacob. Uh, for Joseph and for his boys in the book of Genesis mm-hmm. and this psalm, uh, the wonderful God who is our shepherd and shepherded them, and he will shepherd us. He will. And we're going to uh, say a word of prayer. Thank Let's you so it. much for joining us on Text Talk today. Our great God and Father, our shepherd. We know, Father, that you are the shepherd of Israel, but you are the shepherd of your people, the good shepherd and the lead shepherd, Father, over your church. And we pray that we might trust you and follow you, Father, in your strength as you go before us as a warrior with a bow you never miss, but, Father, with a rod and a staff that will guide us and keep us no matter what we face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. 
Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.